Good evening, everybody, and welcome to uh, Season 1, Episode 33 of the UK Cowboys Podcast. Uh, we are light on crew tonight, so I'm stepping into the very big and large shoes of Mr. Mike Polland, and Graham is filling in uh, of his own accord tonight. Everyone else is uh, is away watching Leeds playing football, um, suffering with man flu, or... Um, yeah, I think I think that's I think that's the extent of it. So, how are things, Graham? How was the weekend? A likely story. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, nah. um, ready to roll. Ready to go. Very good. So, coming off a twenty-four thirty-one defeat to the Bears, we have now slipped to six and seven. Uh, the Eagles have now joined us at the six and seven mark. We're still half a game ahead on the tiebreaker. Um, what are your initial thoughts, Graham? My initial thoughts are: How on earth are we still top of the NFC East? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, there there are teams in other divisions that would kill to be in our division right now. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, it, watch. Just t- touching on early in, in the early game, you know, um, first quarter you thought, okay, Patriots, what have you done with my Cowboys? Because yeah. we were really, we were really, really good. We looked, we looked efficient. We scored on our opening drive. Um, almost nine minutes it took as well. Mm. Um, you know, it, it, it smelled of old-fashioned Cowboys running football. And we we've made third we made third downs. We got Zeke into the end zone, um, and we even had a stop inside their red zone, and everything yeah. looking rosy. And it, then it just unravelled. And um, by the time the fourth quarter comes around, it's too little, too late. Which yeah. is a story all too often. Yeah. Um. And just bef- bef- before we start dissecting the whole the whole um, the whole game, uh, just to give the bit of an injury update. So uh, we've had a couple of moves today. So Cedric Wilson has gone to IOR. Mitch Hyatt has been promoted to the active squad, and Cyril Grayson, who I don't think has ever played a snap or a down in the league, has joined the practice squad. He's a uh, punter returner type. Player, um, yeah. can't imagine him getting many minutes. Nah, it uh, it it smells of filling the fifty-three. To be quite honest, um, just just with whoever whoever you can you can find. I mean, teams are already stretched. We're heading into week, you know, we're heading into week fifteen. Um, it's basically who you can who you can grab off the couch time type stuff and. Uh, anybody that's anybody that's had a pulse in the league has been looked at. Yeah. Um, yeah. Insignificant for me, I have to admit. Yeah, yeah. Um, in terms of the injury report coming out of the Cowboys, we actually don't have anything, or I couldn't find anything before we before we joined up. So we just still have the same usual suspects. Yeah. Jeffy still dealing with a shoulder. Um, Leighton Van Der Esch still dealing with neck issues. Um, a couple of the linemen are taking their their kind of veterans' days off just to, to rest up. Probably need to. Uh, Sean Lee's taking some veterans' days. Um, 
And again, Amari Cooper is still dealing with injuries. Um, I saw I saw a couple of posts on tw- on Twitter last night, and especially after the um, the Eagles and and Giants game, that people were suggesting we we rest up Cooper this week and actually don't involve him, uh, manage his load, and uh, go just let him go hell for leather week 16, 17. Nah, any, any, any feeling on that? No, absolutely not. No. Um, yeah. I don't. I don't think anybody gets special treatment the way we're playing right now. Um, we we, as crazy as it sounds, we still have a glimpse of the playoffs, mm-hmm. and if we can eke out a, a win against the Rams, it's going to do wonders because that way we can afford to lose a game mm-hmm. still. You know, if if we, I reckon if we if we can get two out of the three, we'll we'll win the division. Yeah. Um, because the Eagles have, uh, in my opinion, they have a gimme against the, the Giants. That I think they'll get that result. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, I mean, I, I, we're getting ahead of ourselves here, but I mm. did. Josh McCown's ready to step in for the Eagles at wide receiver. Oh, I saw that one just before we we jumped in. <laughs> Um, so that'll be fun, but I'll yeah. leave that. I'll leave that to later in the season. Um, no, we we cannot afford luxuries right now. Yeah, absolutely not. Um, our offense is creaking as it is. Um, the last thing we want to do is start with Cobb and with um, Gallup. Gallup, Michael Gallup. Yeah. Um, no, not for me. Yeah. Very good. So moving moving on, I suppose to the the biggest story coming out of the weekend, obviously, and it happened yesterday. Poor old Brett Maher. Eventually, the axe had to fall, and um, we have brought in Kai Forbath, who, in my research, found, I found we actually signed Kai Forbath eight years ago as an undrafted free agent, and then released him. So, so what what what's your thinking on that one? Well. Either either Leeds have just scored, or Jamie is listening to us live. Um, I'm not too sure on that. <laughs> one. Jamie will be delighted. Most of us will be delighted. Yeah. He, if I'm honest, he's the first domino. Yeah. He's the first domino. He will not be the last. Um, it's it sends a message. You know, if you're not gonna if you're not gonna step up, you're gonna step out. Yeah. Um, he was an experiment. He was an experiment because when you're used to an automatic kicker in Dan Bailey, and mm-hmm. then you take somebody off the street and give him his NFL debut, yeah. You know, the enigma. Yeah. Um, he will nail fifty-yard field goals and he will miss extra points. Yeah. And particularly when you're going. When you're trying to be a playoff team, you can't have that. Yeah. And have that. Simple as simple as that. Um I think I said in the in the last show that it kills offensive momentum when you put when you put a guy out there to do one job and he doesn't do it. Yeah. Um uh, it's unfortunate because he, he, yeah. he, he did make some cracking field goals. Mm-hmm. Uh, from range, 
Yeah. But nah, if you're if you're gonna be inconsistent, we can't have you. Yeah. It's 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 like that clip that they do on a college game day on a Saturday, you have one job. <laughs> you know, Brett Maher's job is to kick the ball between the uprights. Yeah. That's all he has to do. Yeah. And I, f- I feel I feel sorry for the guy. Um, you know, like it's I, I I don't blame him. I I I would lay more of the blame at the coach's doorstep. You know, they they saw three or four games ago his confidence was shot. And yeah. at that stage they should have, you know. Forbath, I think, was available at the time. And they brought in guys the weekend after Thanksgiving and they brought in guys the weekend just gone. You know, I mean, God knows where Brett Maher ends up. For all likelihood, he could end up in New England winning a Super Bowl. It wouldn't surprise me. But, you know, his, his confidence was shot. The coaches should have done something about that beforehand. So... If we jump into the debacle that was last Thursday night, I mean, just just before we touch on that, just um, I mean, if if you take a look at the the Patriots kicking situation, they had yeah. Nick Folk cut him, brought in Forbath, cut Forbath, and then brought Folk back, all because he had a weak injury. Yeah. You know, kickers kickers are a dime a dozen at the moment. If yeah, if your guy's injured, go and get somebody else. You know, you don't have to have two kickers on a roster. They're not they're yeah. not gold dust. Um, when when you have a good one, you keep hold of them, obviously. Oh, and uh, yeah, like they, they also had Mike Nugent in for a few yeah. games as well, you know. And Mike Nugent spent some time with us. What was it, two years ago? And he wasn't wasn't the worst kicker in the world, but again, Belichick didn't like what he saw and cut him. Absolutely, yeah. So, move, moving on to Thursday night. So again, we 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 lost thirty one twenty four. Was there an offensive MVP in this game for you? I think Zeke Elliott had a, had a good game. Yeah. Um, 81 yards and two touchdowns. Um, vented last week. Um, publicly, you know, that that was always going to get out. Um, yeah. Had a couple of receptions as well. Um, you know, on the face of it, it's not a terrible offensive performance. Yeah. Um, Dak didn't turn the ball over. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's not. It's, yeah. For us, for us to go that length of game and only be able to bring it back in the fourth quarter, you need more. Yeah. You need absolutely. more. To keep putting your D out to get the hammering that they got. Didn't hmm. um, yeah. No secret the defence are struggling right now and for the offence to, to go two quarters and not put up any points. Yeah. <sighs> I wouldn't like to play on the defence in that situation, to be quite honest. You no. don't get much of a Gatorade break. <laughs> no. You know? I think as you say, like the, the, the first series took nine minutes, seven, nine minutes out of the clock 17 or 17 plays touchdown and then what they went three and out three and out three and out yeah. straight after that like you know yeah. it's 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 just not acceptable from an offensive point of view and i mean as we both kind of said before we we, we started 
you know, it's 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 nearly the same as the show we did last week when we were trying to come up with our running order. Like, you know, what has happened to our offense? Why are we not scoring? Is it the offensive line? Is it the players themselves? Is it that? Or is it just the play calling? Or is it all, all of the above? I mean, I'm, I'm a big one for stats. Um, yeah. Dak with the 140, uh, 334 yards and a touchdown. Yeah. That, that's, that's a good, on, on paper, that's a good performance. Yeah. Zeke Elliott, 81 yards and two touchdowns. Michael Gallup over 100 yards and Cook yeah. with 80 and a touchdown. Um, it, it doesn't look terrible it just it needs to happen earlier to put us to put our noses out in front to get us in the game and to get a grip of the game as opposed to chasing it all the time and um, you know going no huddle and rolling out a two minute offence and all that kind of stuff and um, I mean it that, this is why we're so frustrated. Another game inside the score. Yeah. You know, it, it just it, it's it's not synced at the moment. Yeah. It's it's not clicking. Um. I, I, I really don't know what the problem is, and the, yeah. the problem is that they don't know because if they yeah. did, know, they they would have fixed it by now. Um. But we're not going to have to watch it for much longer. Yeah. I'm very, very... I'm afraid to say because... um, I think overall, how how different are these podcasts compared to the first three weeks of the season? Yeah. What has changed? You know, their their mentality can't have changed. You know, it's not like they're making practice completely different. Coaches coaches are a creature of comfort. They don't do that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a lot of it has to do with pressure. Yeah. Um, the, the wheels came off after week three and nobody's put them back on yet with any great consistency. Yeah. Um, I re- it's a really tough question to answer because... On, on offense, particularly, it doesn't look broken, but it clearly is broken when you can go and put so much life into the Bears like that and give give them a chance to, to get an early lead. And um, we've seen with our slow starts, we broke with tradition and then stopped. Yeah, you know that's yeah. that's the most frustrating thing. See, if you watched the first quarter and went to bed, you'd have thought we'd have walked that game. Um, And it simply wasn't the case. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Like, I I think what's what's baffling to me is it's just an inability to put scores on the board, you know, and like like that, I think in the last two two games we started, we started on offence, we've got touchdowns, and we've proceeded to give up 26 and 24 points. We're just not... It, it Like, if, if it was a rugby game, you'd be saying, you know, kick your penalties. 
Okay, then you know, yeah. just to keep the scoreboard taken over, and we, yeah. we don't seem to have an ability to do that. And I suppose like that, we we went some way towards remediating it with uh, taking Brett Maher out of the firing line, and hopefully Forbath will be a reasonable kicker. Like I think his career stats are something like eighty percent from the from the 40 to 40, 40 to 50 range, which is where Mar couldn't hit a barn door with a banjo. Um so hopefully like that we can start chipping in three points, three points. And just like that, it at least gives the um the offense something coming off the field. You know, that yeah, we got at least we got something on that play rather than we punted or we missed a field goal. Yeah. But um if we move it on then, um, so was the Bears defence just this that good as well or did our offence make them look better than they are? Because I think in terms of the, the turnover battle, we actually won the turnover battle for once. Yeah. I, I couldn't <laughs> believe that, you know. Yeah. A, a, a defense with featuring Leonard Floyd, Khalil Mack, you know, they've some of the better safeties. We we yeah. all talked about it lead up that, you know, what they had eight interceptions and a lot of a lot of sacks, a lot of fumbles. We actually did well in that that side of it. So, you know, were the Bears defense just that good on the night? I think the Bears um you know, they always talk about the 85 Bears defence mm. and it's just something they do. You know, yeah. they, they play they, they play NFC North football, particularly in December. They play good defence and get what they can from their offence to win the game. Um, I mean, there's a certain element of junk time about the, our scoring in yeah. seven points in the first and 17 in the second. So, yeah. Um, yeah, they they dominated. To be quite honest, I think in the middle, um, without without being overly flash, they get they just got yeah. us off the field. They didn't they didn't create they didn't cause mistakes from us. They just held they held yeah. their jobs and um, they, they they took advantage of an off a questionable offensive line. Uh, yeah. In my opinion, is is it's it's, it's arrowed down quickly. Um, yeah. Goodness, if 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 a, if a guard or a tackle falls to us in the first round, I'm going to be screaming for him because mm-hmm. that we're get I'm getting ahead of myself, but um, we need we need some treatment on that offensive line because that yeah. that then breathes life into the offence which gets the defence off the field and that in itself can paper over a lot of cracks so yeah um, they, they always play good defence the Bears um, yeah I think everybody knows that yeah I think I think from, from what I saw of it, it it was very much a case of you know we, we tell offences take what the defence gives you in this game, it was kind of the the flip side of that the defense gave what our offense or the defense took what our offense gave them. Yeah, you know which wasn't much in all honesty. Yeah, um, and you know it, it it made things a lot better. 
So if we if we flip it over onto the defensive side, did you have a defensive MVP, or was it a was it a, a similar story? Is that a trick question? <laughs> <laughs> um, Darian Thompson. Yeah. Smith. Yeah. Um, like, um, I, I I struggled myself with it. You know, like. Again, if you if you look at stats and numbers and that kind of things, you know Jalen is probably the standout. Just Thompson with a with a sack and was he un- involved in the fumble? Yeah, two sacks. Well? Yeah, um, like, I think our tackling overshadows everything. Our the Cowboys tackling is awful right now. Yeah, um, the amount of. The amount of yards, I'd love to see the amount of yards after contact for the Bears, particularly yeah. the running game. Um, because we got we got bullied. We really did get bullied. Um, yeah. I, I said before, our, our defence revised running game. I think Montgomery had a fair amount of success. Yeah. But to see a reincar- reincarnated Mitchell Trubisky Yes. You know, <laughs> we made him look like Lamar Jackson. That's that's the most yeah. embarrassing thing. That's yeah. embarrassing. Um, 63 yards and a touchdown on the ground for Trubisky. Yeah. What on earth? You know? Um, but that's, a, that's actually a nice little segue into, into a point I had, is that, you know, what is our defence doing that the likes of Mitch Trubisky, who has been... Talked about as potentially being cut or traded out of Chicago yeah. as a great game. Sam Darnold in his first game back looked like, and both of them looked like all pros against our defense. You know what? What is going on with our defense? The the our defense breathed life into a guy that was getting slated because mm. of where the Bears took him in the draft. They traded up to get him. He was going to be their future. Um, and on Thursday night, we made that we made that pick look great. Yeah. He, uh, yeah. It, it, it wasn't good um, because somebody's going to bring that offense back down to light, back down to earth at some point. Um, and yeah, frustrating. So yeah. Frustrating. Um, but just to go back to what I said earlier on, the tackling and the missed tackling and they they seem to find so much space in between I don't know whether we were playing zone an awful lot or if our man coverage wasn't as tight as it should have been. Yeah. When when you're struggling to figure out if we're in man or zone, something's yeah. broken. Yeah. Um I mean this this Chris Richard um, legacy. Yes. <laughs> let, let, let me know when it arrives. Yeah. Because at the moment, it's still on a flight from Seattle. So. Yeah. Um, I, 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 I'm in full, agree, full agreement with you again. Like, I mean, I think last year there was an awful lot of smoke and mirrors blown up about Chris Richard and, you know, this Legion of Boom defence. We don't have the same level of players that that Legion of Boom defense had. 
you know, a young Bobby Wagner, you know, Richard Sherman, Earl Thomas, uh, Cam Chancellor. I mean, those guys are streets ahead and probably still are streets ahead of anything we have on defence, yeah. you know. So I, I, I agree with you. I don't get the Chris Richard hype. I don't get the called for him to be made head coach or to get rid of Garrett and bring him in as an interim head coach, I think that would be the stupidest thing we would ever do. Yeah. Um, you know, just because a guy shouts and and gesticulates along a sideline and the guys listen to him and look like, yes, sir, yes, sir, doesn't cut it for me. You know, I mean, I think I saw a clip maybe mid-season and it was... It was Jalen, Leighton Van Der Esch and Sean Lee and them nodding along. I'm kind of going like, Sean Lee is a, has probably as much intellect as Richard has. He doesn't need to be yeah. told how to do the job, you know? Yeah. So, um, yeah, I agree. When, whenever that plane lands, let us know, please, folks. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, again, um, we failed to stop the run. And, you know, I, I I kind of brought up a point last week um, about are we missing Jeff Heath, you know, but I kind of after after we after we dropped off the call, I was actually it came to me. Are we actually really missing um, Tyrone Crawford? Because from what from what I hear, he seems to be the leader along that line. I know Demarcus is the captain, but. He's the guy that seemed to set the standards to, um, you know, to kind of hold people accountable. So, are we missing him? We're missing. We're missing Crawford. Yeah. We're missing our Pro Bowl defensive end, Demarcus Lawrence, who we gave all that money to. Yeah. Um, we're missing our second round pick. Um. Goodness, that looks like a bust right now. Yeah, he he did play, believe it or not. He yeah. he was in the game. Yeah, uh, for, all, for all those who who are wondering, where, like, oh, he must be on the he must be on the injury report. He must be he must have been left. No, he was there. He was yeah. there. One tackle and one assist. Yeah. Um. Robert Quinn has taken a step back. Yeah. Michael Bennett was okay. He was all right. He got his sack. Um, so yeah, Bennett okay, um, but goodness me, we're we're missing pieces all over the place. Yeah, uh, and Crawford is only a segment of yeah. needs to be upgraded. Because um, goodness, I don't know if you follow him on on Instagram, but he's missing football. Yeah. Um, yeah, we are missing them, but it's a drop in the ocean on the defence playing. Yeah, yeah it, it needs to improve big yeah. time across all four positions. Yeah, like at the, I, I think it's it's more a question for the off season with a potential coaching change is what would you do with that defence? I mean, like it, looking at it, the cornerstones of that defence are. Right now, Demarcus Lawrence, Jalen Smith, Leighton Van Der Esch, and eight other guys. 
you know, that's move, moving forward. You know, like we don't have anyone signed long term in secondary. We're, we're, we're light along the rest of the line. I think we've an awful lot of free agents there. So maybe a coaching change will actually change the, the philosophy of the defence. I mean, it's. I, I agree with you, but we need more from Demarcus Lawrence. Yeah. Sorry, like if if you want to be, if you want to be one of the cornerstones of our franchise and be paid handsomely, mm-hmm. you've got to have more than one tackle and an assist. Yeah. Um, people knew you were a good player last year, and you still managed plenty of plenty of sacks and so on. Yeah. Um. Uh, I, I think the biggest the biggest red flag on the defense right now is Demarcus Lawrence. Yeah. Uh, because uh, I haven't had a look at his uh, overall seasonal stats, but I don't see the the celebration in the in the inside the pocket as much as I used to. Yeah. Um. Fair enough. You might get double teams, but I'm sure Khalil Mack has seen the odd double team during the season. I'm sure that um, a couple of pass rushes escape me, but that's not. Yeah. Um. The top guys in the league will see double pass yeah. rush, um, yeah. but I'm sorry, your 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 weekly wage. Um, that's not an excuse. You need you need yeah. to be one of our guys, and right now, especially on Thursday night, um, posted missing. Really? Yeah. yeah. Like I mean, I think we. I think earlier in the season we were being spoiled with um, Robert Quinn having a having a breakout. And a return to the, the the earlier version of Robert Quinn with the 19 sacks in a season, but I think when we had Brian Broadus on with us, he did flag it and say, "Watch for him in the second half of the season. Yeah. There would be a tail off." Yeah. And lo and behold, there's a tail off. You know, I do. I I I think looking at it now, I don't think it's coincidental that Quinn started tailing and we went to go for Michael Bennett. You know. Yeah. Um. I. I... I think with with him being traded from the Dolphins, there was a rather large chip on his shoulder. Yeah. I just wonder if that chip has fallen off. Yeah. So it's like, right, I've done my bit. Where's yeah. everybody else? And yeah. if he if he's get if if he's putting in so much effort and only to see the ball sail over his head into somebody standing in the middle of the field waiting to catch it, you, you go, Well, you know what? What am I doing this for? Type idea. So, um, there's there's a slight element of, oh, so that's why the Dolphins traded him. Yeah. Right. I'm at the moment. Um, oh, that's why the the Patriots cut Michael Bennett. Oh, yeah. oh, you know all the stories coming out now. Um, like is that I'm a great one for. You don't release good players. Hmm. Um. The only time you ever see a good player released or traded is cap issues. Yeah. But if that player is a cornerstone of your team, you will work away to keep him on your on your yeah. roster. So, um, goodness, if they come back, I'll, I'll I'll eat my words. If we can get if we can get some kind of pulse again yeah. from the offensive line, I'll be first. But yeah. if Robert Quinn, especially, can muster some, and if Demarcus Lawrence can 
get over his wage and his tag. Yeah. Uh, that is, it's kind of like, it's like a brick hanging around his throat at the moment. You know, you're you're the big cheese now. You're the you're the, the you're the money maker. Where's my snack type idea? So, um, but yeah, he yeah. He, um, he signed the deal. So let's see it. So if we if we move along then and just have a a, a quick quick segue into our. Uh, special teams with with bringing a new kicker on board um i think i think that sh- that should hopefully be be a brighter spot next week but oh. um, i think <laughs> i think we might also have punter issues um with chris jones like i think chris jones of two years ago has you know he, since since dan bailey left town chris jones has been a different man you know, have you have you concerns there? Are you worried? Like I think I think I think the only person on our special teams who we can actually say with, with our hands on our heart we're, we're we're we'd be disappointed to see going as LP. Who, <laughs> I mean, he's forty three at this stage, you know. Yeah, and he's the only reliable one. You know, teams that. Teams that win Super Bowls aren't worried about their punters, are they? No. You know, it just ah, <laughs> uh, it just it, it all seems to be getting on top of them right now. Yeah. And, and part is most of it is a, is a shame. Yeah. Um, because they've they've done it in the past, but it just it just seems to be piling up right now. Um, you might see you might see Jeff back there one day. You never know. Oh my goodness, he's done everything else. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it wouldn't surprise me to see to see him back there. It really wouldn't. <laughs> you know, I mean, he doesn't need a shoulder to kick, so he'll be all right. <laughs> but if we if we if we lead in then to uh, we did we did get a couple of mailbag questions in. So the kind of the talk on the special teams did come from come from our good friend Paul, who is um, currently in bed with the man flu. Yeah, <laughs> sure, sure he is. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, another question we received from um, number one fan of the show, Ken Hughes. Big shout out to Ken and uh, an advanced uh, happy fiftieth birthday to Ken this weekend. So his question uh, reads: Do you think Jerry already has a replacement lined up for Jason Garrett, who isn't available, and that's why Garrett still has a job? Um. And if the trend of our play continues, we get a better draft pick next year for new coach to improve the team with. So I think if we if we kind of deal with the the, the first part of it is the the coach, because um, I think we all know at this stage that Jerry went off on uh, Jeff Cavanaugh on one hundred five point three the fan last Friday morning. Yeah. So. What are your thoughts? Do you think is there a coach that they want that's not available right now, or does Jerry just not want to make the move? I think the only the, the only reason that Jason Garrett is still in the job is because we're top of the NFC East. Mm-hmm. Um, if we were third or fourth in the division, they would have an interim in by now. Yeah. Um, 
league rules state that you cannot tamper with another team's coach whilst they're still in season. So I've heard I've heard talk of Urban Meyer. Yeah, I was going to that. That scares me very much. Mm-hmm. Um, I I do not think that college and NFL coaches cross the divide very well. Yeah. Um, Chuck Kelly, for instance. Um, oh, <laughs> you know. It, it, yeah. I I think I think they have somebody in mind, um, yeah. but they're not allowed to pick up the phone yet. Obviously. Yeah. Um. My my early shout would be Mike McCarthy. Yeah. Um. He has taken some time out. Um. Has a Super Bowl ring, which we all crave. Yes. Um. And he. He has he has plenty of experience, and I would imagine that his guys are available. One yeah. way or another. So. A couple of weeks ago, I was I was all for let's change it while we still can mm-hmm. and see if we can salvage the season. Right, yeah. I'm like, nah. Either yeah. they just just stick with Garrett, see how yeah. we go on, see if we can steal the, the division from the Eagles, yeah. uh, and we'll figure it out from there. Um, yeah. To answer to answer the initial part of the question, I think they have a name or two. Yeah. Um, because if they didn't. They would, they would, they might have put an interim in by now. Yeah. But there's no point in putting an interim in when he's out the door in a month anyway. Yeah. So it's yeah. it's not a great sale, if you know what I mean. Uh, yeah. No, I, I I do agree with you because um, I think of the names which have been mentioned in terms of uh, a replacement. I think Urban Meyer is the bookies' favourites at three to one. I would agree. I don't think he's the right man for the job. Um, Josh McDaniels is four to one, and I think after spending as long as he has in the Bill Belichick um, front office, I think he might be the ideal candidate. I'm not going to say for certain he is. You know, the fact he, he had agreed to go to the Colts, it was it two years ago, and then backed out. I, I think the, the, the Cowboys might be a more attractive proposition for him. Um, again, Lincoln Riley is the supposed blue-eyed boy who Jerry wants, but he has said he's happy in college, and I can understand why. I mean, the Big 12 is Oklahoma owner for the fifth straight year, you yeah. know, so... He yeah. he's not going to leave that number when he when he knows he has it easy, yeah. and a name which did pop up over the weekend was Dan Mullen, who was one certain uh, Rain Dakota Prescott's head coach at Mississippi State. So that might be a name to watch out for. Um, I just think with with college coaches, they they have it good, yeah, in a certain way. You know they. They're not necessarily um, pressured every mm-hmm. single week. I think yeah. my reservation against bringing in college coaches is they are not up against some of the best athletes in the world every yeah. week. Yeah. Um, you look at somebody like 
you know, the teams the teams down the bottom, the Redskins, the Dolphins and so on, they still have world class talent. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas you look at Ohio's season or yeah. Arkansas's season, you go, you know, the, these are kids that want to be accountants. Yeah. You know, that they're they're coming up against in certain in certain weeks. So um no, I, I can see why college coaches go, no, it's not for me. I, I'm quite happy filling out an 80,000-seat stadium and um, phoning high school kids to come and play and all that. You know, the, yeah. obviously the pooling power of places like Ohio and Arkansas, they must enjoy that. You know, they must yeah. they must be able to to um, have a certain amount of clout when recruiting every year. And... You know, they're not dealing with salary caps and egos yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Obviously, the TV audiences are so much bigger. The spotlight is so much bigger. And you can see why some of them just don't fancy it. Some of them are quite hard. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's changing. It's going to change. And if we look at the second part of Ken's question, which was um, in terms of draft capital. So if if... The worst comes to the worst, and we do lose the next two games to the Rams and the Eagles. Um, I believe that would put us somewhere in the range of ten to sixteen in in terms of a draft pick. What would you would you, your thoughts be on that? Absolutely not. Yeah. No, 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 no chance. Yeah. No. yeah. Um, I'm sorry, especially for the season ticket holders. Yeah. I I despise. Yeah. Um, tanking the season. Yeah. Absolutely not. Um, especially for guys with so much pride as Zeke Elliott and Prescott and all all our winners and so on. What's, yeah. What kind of message does that send? Yeah. Uh, if if we go down fighting, fair enough. Like if we lose the next game by the next three games by one to three points. Yeah. We've had a good shot at it and. Yeah. Fair enough, it's a it's a nice result, but it's not going to yeah. ten to sixteen. That's not blue chip. Yeah, nicer, but it is. Yeah, you know, it's not the be all and end all. Um, yeah. you know, go go for the division. Yeah, absolutely. Like I, I I think if if they do win out, obviously they're in the say the the twenty to twenty eight range. For, for their pick, but I think if if it was a case, as we say, they, they did lose the three games and touch wood, they do go down fighting if they do lose all three games, that that's that's roughly where they'd end up. So whilst we don't we don't want to see it, obviously it would be nice for a new head coach coming in if 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 it happened. But it would be, but you you can't yeah. go from being the top seed in the division, yeah. we we are in the wild card round right now. Yeah. Um, and to go from wild card round talk to right, what kind of draft pick can we get? No, that's yeah, no, that's drastic. That's yeah. very very drastic. Okay, so if we then move on, um, Derek Bergman sends us in one. He said, "I heard a stat this morning that Dak is twelve and one when rushing for twenty five yards and over." Why is it that he doesn't do more or often? Seen it time and again this season when he's had the opportunity, but he doesn't take it. So is is that on play calling? Is that Dak trying to protect himself, which could be an issue? 
yeah to me it's it's a couple of things it's um it's kellen moore will be will be in his head saying you're you have not to scramble you are not lamar jackson you are not um murray yeah not josh allen um you are a pocket passer and we want you around we do not need the next Robert Griffin, um, yeah. where he starts taking off, gets a serious knee injury, and before you know it, you're a backup or out of the league completely. So um, while I agree with Derek that 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 opens up a game, if if your if your guys are covered up and Zeke is having to pl- to pass block, yeah, um, for Dak to run and get a fresh set of downs. It's awesome to see. Yeah, I get why they do it, but um, somebody has somebody has taught Kellen Moore in the past that you you need a pocket, but your playbook needs a pocket passer. Yeah, and if Dak went down, yeah. that's it. That's the ultimate nail in the coffin. Yeah, <laughs> um, but I agree. I agree with Derek that things open up when Dak. Yeah moves because he is he's a physical player and I think I've predicted over the past few podcasts that uh, he could run for a touchdown in certain games yeah um but like yeah I think it highly it highlights the importance of Dak Prescott to the Cowboys offense yeah like for 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 me looking in at it I think Dak's natural game is not a pocket passer I think he does need to have that RPO available to him and I agree I I would like to see him use the legs in insensible and manageable situations I don't want to see him taking risks obviously because as you say he's one solid hit away from being a backup yeah and a career backup at that yes so and if we move ideally you know you I just wonder how many times Dak has made a pass outside the pocket because the pocket has collapsed mm. Because um, ideally, you want the Tom Brady style where he takes just sure. two seconds to get rid yeah. of the ball and the D isn't getting anywhere near him. Yeah. So that's the ideal scenario, but you know, yeah. we're getting carried away. Um, I, but I just wonder how many passes have made outside the pocket because it's collapsed. Um, but yeah, that, I, I, see, I see why Derek says that yeah. and I agree with him. Yeah. So question question and big shout out to LDW. Um Zeke and Jamie Zalawale were the only backs we had active for the game on Thursday night. Was that an oversight that we aren't carrying another running back or full back? It has I think it has to be. Yeah. It's got to be. Um like like so many positions, running backs are a dime a dozen. Yeah. Um, unless you've got unless you've got a, a blue chip talent like Zeke, um, ideally you you let Zeke run for his hundred yards and mm-hmm. home with the win. Yeah. But we, all, we all know that's not the case at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. There was, there was no there was no creditable option. Yeah. You couldn't take him out of the game even if you wanted to. Yeah. Um, like, like that was the thing. Like I think Olawale has had less than 10 runs this season 
And the pass where he wasn't even looking to see what Dak was doing was the, his first target all year. Yeah. I mean, for me, I don't understand what Alawale is doing in in yeah. fifth three man. Yeah, you know, I mean, it, we're actually paying him a chunk of change. Yeah, and he's just taking up a roster spot. Yeah. So then uh, the the final question, and again, this is a shout out to LDW. Would you swap Dak Prescott? For Jameis Winston. Well, this is silly season now, yeah. isn't it? I mean, it, what, what, what basis? So, why? Because he's brilliant. You mean? I mean, it, sorry, what? <laughs> it just, oh, <laughs> turning over Tampa. Is that who are? Is that who that, we're looking that's, at? That's it. That's it. <laughs> I mean, it, no. Come on. Steady. Steady the ship. Come on. I mean, I know we're getting... <laughs> I, 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 think, I think the comment was, and this, this came in from someone else, was um, the only category that Winston is outperforming um, Dak Prescott in is interceptions. So <sighs> I, 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 I think we'll swiftly move on from that one. So um, I think we'll, we'll wrap it up at that. So um, thanks, for, thanks for joining us. So don't forget, we're on Twitter, we're on Facebook, we're on Instagram. Um, make sure and give us a follow. My thanks to Graham for joining me tonight. And uh, make sure and tune in then on Thursday night. I think uh, Lauren and two other people will be joining for the pregame show <laughs> if they've recovered from the man flu. I feel cold coming on. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Good night. <laughs>